One more time. Recorded with the most ill of intentions from Fort Worth, Texas, it's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence number four for Monday, February 2nd, 2015. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that no-budget podcasting style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, and all the above. Take your pick. Not going to lie to you people out there, I'm just going to blow right through this shit and get it over with. So, instead of doing this on Sunday this week, I decided to do this on Monday, because for those of you that saw my Facebook posting, I did not want to compete with the NFL for the Super Bowl 49 that happened last night in which the New England Patriots won yet again not really a football fan just went to really just make fun of the game and comment on all the commercials and the halftime show which really by the time the game was over and the two teams well Seattle somebody on Seattle actually tried to get in the fight with the guys on the New England Patriots team I just thought why you know i just <laughs> lost all respect for 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 the team at then at that point but like i said it's not like i was rooting for either team anyway so even if it was the cowboys you know i'm not sure if i would even you know like be really into it then so oh hey dustin <laughs> hey well lo and behold my main supporter and only person in the chat room has arrived so with that being said um so with that being said, yes, the Super Bowl 49 was a pretty awesome time, I have to say. The experience that I shared with my friends, that is. And I have to say that the Katy Perry halftime show, it was all right. It was all right. I actually was a little bit disappointed because I expected to see a little bit more screen time from Lenny Kravitz than what I saw. And in fact, I actually expected him to play one of his songs like all the way through or at least part of it kind of like Katy Perry did with her medley uh, but no he just uh, he actually just played a little bit of I kissed a girl with uh, with Katy Perry on stage with them but what really pissed me off about that is that they invited Missy Elliott and reserved almost the whole third end of the performance for her and I just think to myself where the fuck did they dust her up from and where if she's just where's she been in the last couple of years? I don't know. <laughs> I would have liked to see a lot more Lenny. That's all I've got to say about that. And I couldn't help but immediately recognize the the dang it, the name escapes me. Oh yeah, the more you know star that Katy Perry was gliding across while riding while earlier she was riding the MGM Grand Lion. That was piloted by ninjas. Anyway, Super Bowl 49 has come to a close, and the com- some of the commercials were just really, really depressing. <laughs> Especially the one about those kids where they said, um, well, I couldn't do anything because I, I died. <laughs> and then I saw a couple memes a little bit later with a, a shot from that same commercial that said, I would have caught the ball, but I died. <laughs> I just thought that was so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. So, like I said, I'm just going to blow through this tonight. It's probably going to be a really short episode because I am doing this solo tonight. That's right. My lovely co-host, Shelly, is not home yet. 
one of the be- one of the setbacks about where she works is that the first part of the month, yeah, worst commercial ever. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> anyway, one of the setbacks about the the company that my lovely Shelly works for is that the, the very beginning of the month. She works some pretty long hours, so unless she comes in in the next 20 minutes or so, because I'm sure I'll be way done by then, way done, <laughs> that you're just going to get me tonight. And I tried to, I actually tried to convince her brat-faced kid to come in here for a first segment, and I even gave him a deal. I told him, and I'll get to this later, I told him that since he has two full sinks pot stacked high with dishes that I would help him do it if you would come on just for a little bit of a segment, not even not even to be my guest co-host for the night. But he was like, no, I'll, I changed my mind. I'll do the dishes. Podcasting isn't my thing. <laughs> oh, well, his loss. Or is it his game? You decide. At any rate, at any rate, um, it was also Shelly's birthday. She turned the big four zero. Don't tell her I told you that, though. I, I actually told her though that she wishes that some of the, some of the bitches that she knows that's her age or maybe even a little bit older wishes she looks as good as she does. I tell her that all the time. She chooses not to believe me though. <laughs> oh well, got to blow through some new stories and we'll call it a night here. So, next up, Suge Knight apparently is headed for death row himself. He actually has been arrested for murder for running over one Terry Carter. So apparently his longtime beef with Dr. Dre is what sparked the fatal hit and run that left Terry Carter dead. Shug actually went to the set where they were filming the commercial for Straight Outta Compton. Y'all better make way. Because he was, I guess he finally decided to put an end to the beef with his rival and wanted to make peace with him. Smoking a blunt backstage. Or an orifice of his choice. Anyway, he got in a shoving, shoving match with the security, and some of the off-duty cops that were also on the set saw, saw the two of them going at it and told them to, to break it up. But a short time later, um, Carter, which was, I guess, one of Dre's posse, came to, came to Shug and told him that Dre told him personally and said that they wanted to meet afterwards behind, off the set so they can, I guess... Uh, settle their differences. So Suge thought that everything was going to be cool at that point. And then he got in his truck and then he was jumped by a whole bunch of people. Didn't say if they were just random thugs or if they were part of Dre's posse or what, but uh, one of them was actually, um, one of them was actually one of the actors on the set, Clebone Sloan, that at that point, Suge got in his truck and he was intending on hating one of them, but I'd, but people say that they don't think he actually intended on killing him because apparently the person he killed, Terry Carter, he ran over his fucking head. That is just brutal. So anyway, long story short, he, tur- he turned himself into authorities the next day, but and his parole was actually not his parole, but his... <laughs> Not, not his parole, but his bail was rejected. So, yeah, who knows? But he's going to be looking at murder was the case that they gave him, even though he didn't write that song. <laughs> uh, okay, so tensions escalated. Oh, okay, so are you trying to help me up here, here Dustin? Trying to give me some new headlines to ring? 
to, to read, bleh, tensions escalated with two men on set, and when a fight broke out, Knight got back into his car, allegedly to flee. Knight put the car in reverse and accelerated, running over his friend Terry Carter, who had arrived on set in the car with Knight. Carter was purportedly approaching the passenger door to get in whenever Knight accelerated. Okay, so his ass, Terry Carter's ass, actually tried to jump in his car, and then I guess he slipped, and then his head got run over whenever he stepped on the gas. That's still pretty fucking brutal. Anyway, in other black news, looks like Bobby Christina Brown, the daughter of the late Whitney Houston and uh, other R&B singer Bobby Brown, has been in the hospital the last couple days. Apparently, she was found the same way that her mama was just a couple of years ago, in which she was unresponsive in the bathroom. It says it says here that uh, she was 21 and fighting for her life and surrounded by loved ones and found in a hospital on Monday. And she, yeah, apparently she was found face down in a bathtub at her home in Georgia. She was immediately rushed to a hospital. Last I heard, she was on life support, and her future's looking pretty bleak. Um, so that's really all I have to say about that. Um, I, you know, it sucks that she may actually go out the same way that her mom did intentional or not. Who knows? I just think it's really kind of messed up how the two similar two stories are really similar. And I'm going to cut to that piece of dead air out in the final edit. Here's some breaking news that I found out today for, for those of you that like rooster teeth out there. Those are that's those are the guys that are based out of Austin, Texas, who are famous for the Red versus Blue series, that parodies a bunch of uh, multiplayers from the Halo games and pits them against each other in very comical fashions. So one of their not as well known shows, RWBY, their creator Monty Um died today. He was thirty three years old, and he apparently had some kind of weird allergic reaction. And died from the result of it. That's really all the that's really all the details I have about it. Wasn't really familiar with the show, but I love Red vs. Blue. In fact, I've been watching it pretty pretty regularly recently. For those of you out there that like Rage Against the Machine, their bassist Tim Comerford has a new band. That's right, he has a new band called Future Lion. I, I can't even get this shit right. What was wrong with me? They got a new band called, he's got a new band called Future Future User, and he recruited cyclist from North Texas, Lance Armstrong, for his Mountain Lion video. So, former Rage Against the Machine bassist Tim Comerford recently started up a new band, Future User, taking on both bass and vocal duties. And on this last Tuesday, the electronic outfit, that's right, the electronic rock outfit, believe it or not, they released a video for their song Mountain Lion. And inside the video, Cumberford shoots steroids into his stomach, douses himself in gasoline. I don't think it's gasoline. I think it was kerosene. Because kerosene only burns the burns the substance on you. It doesn't burn the actual, the actual agent that it's placed upon. Anyway, and he lights himself on fucking fire at the end of the video. And Lance Armstrong is also in the video apparently on the phone with him saying step the fuck off like they were going back and forth with each other anyway but the clip of his voice actually comes from an actual voicemail that lance armstrong left tim comerford and it's but in in real life they're actually cycling buddies and they have a friendly hardcore relationship and 
Tim actually went on to explain some of the meaning behind the mountain lion video. Uh, behind the mountain lion video, he said that the song is about sports and trying to be the best you can be, and the video is about PEDs, performance enhancement drugs. It's something that I'm passionate about, sports, and I'm also very interested in performance enhancing drugs. I love to see greatness, and they don't bother me. I'm not angered by them. My attention is not diverted by them, and that's really what bugs me is that we have presidents that actually have the gall to address the nation and talk about steroids and sports as if it's something us earthlings should be paying attention to. We should be paying attention to the real drug war, the heroin that's in our country that our government is bringing over here, and the people that are being imprisoned and killed because of it. To me, it's a lot more important than steroids. To me, I think he has a good point. Performing and enhancing drugs, they just kill you slower, though. I don't know. You can also OD on them, too. I know that. Anyway, the video, aside from him, the video is actually kind of kind of surreal. He actually wears, Tim Comerford from, from the band, he actually wears a mask throughout most of the video while he's playing bass and skateboarding through Los Angeles. And yeah, at the very end, it shows him injecting steroids into his stomach and lighting himself lighting himself on fire. So very crazy stuff. But I'm definitely gonna listen to their album whenever they get a chance. Anything by any members of Rage or former members of Rage, I'm a fan of. I was a really big fan of Audio Slave back in the day too. It's kinda of sad that they broke up when they did because I really wanted to hear some more of them. And I think they would have been easier to get tickets to rather than flying all the way to Coachella. Okay, what time are we at right now? I should have brought my guitar in. Wow, I think this is going to be the shortest show in the history of man. Between you and I, Dustin, I may actually just end up re-recording this. I just wanted to do the live feed to see if anyone was going to join. Anyway. I wonder if... I can't even remember the title of it. Uh, cool <laughs> I wonder if Logic Pro would make me sound better I wonder if I can make myself a virtual guest that's self-aware and it will automatically reply to my actually no I got that already a Siri actually no fuck that I don't even have Siri on my phone I still got a 4 can you believe that actually you probably can you know I'm a minimalist amongst other things all I have is my dog Okay. All right. So <laughs> listen to the danger hour. That guy's insane and does a ton of voices with himself. Actually, that brings up a good point. Hugh actually, or number two from the Ned Files, Dustin, he did. He actually did an argument with himself because he turned on what he did in Mixler is that he turned on the monitoring in his he turned on the monitoring and set it through his computer speakers. You know how it's got has that delay? <laughs> and he kept on he was actually arguing with himself and he would reply back to himself whenever his voice um looped back through the main speakers after he said his lines it was pretty crazy <laughs> yeah it was awesome okay well in case i decide not to re-record this and just just say fucking and put up this debacle one more announcement i wanted to make the contest well for the official date is, is over i will say this I will announce my beginning and ending music. My beginning song is from Mega Man 2. 
after you press the start button and it play and it gives you the choice if you want to start a new new game or good guess good guess no it's Mega Man 2 it's after you press the start button on the screen and it gives you the choices between start game or enter password it that's the that's the music I should have downloaded a clip of it because I can't figure out how to how to put just your audio tracks through Mixler yet and because I, I got to use an actual channel Anyway, but the ending song is from Super Mario Brothers 2, the cave and underworld theme. Where are you going? What are you doing? My girlfriend's boy isn't responding to me. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening to my practice run, because I'm sure this is what this is going to be. I don't want to leave Shelly out. I just wanted to... Just wanted to kick it solo style to see if anyone else would join. <laughs> All right. Well, I will still give my official exit. <sighs> uh, um, are you going to do another one tonight? It depends on how... It depends on when Shelly gets home. She may be too tired. May have to actually put this off until... Shit, when's... Probably Thursday... Because I have band rehearsal tomorrow night, unless I do it after bit. No, no, I'm not going to do it tomorrow night because you guys are going to do live. So maybe Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday would probably be the next day. Yeah. Yeah, if I do another one, I'll probably have her. I have a bunch of cannon fodder in this episode. What do you want? You're too late. I'm almost done. What, Shiner? Why are you staring at my screen? Because there's only one guy there. I usually do... People usually listen on Sunday. Okay. I'm going to play this just for the fuck of it. Red pants. Send all praises, critiques, and death threats to Fujiwa at gmail.com. That's F-U-J-I-W-A-H at gmail.com. Copyright 2015 Fujiwa Entertainment. All rights reserved.